What's up, what's up, what's up, Anchor family? Dr. D in the house. We are moving on, we moving on, and we gonna give God some glory. Uh, I know I forgot about, I did some shout-outs. I want to shout-out to my brother, Garland Hill. He about to put out his new track, God Got Your Back. Yeah, brother Garland, I bet you was inspired by that series, God Got Your Back, huh? <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Pastor Calvin Miller. He about to have his book launching coming up um, in Houston, Texas um, this Friday. Kudos to him. Woo-hoo. God doing some magnificent things with his people. I also want to give a shout out to my children. They all doing so well. And I just appreciate them putting up with their mother all these years, dragging them along, in and out, in and out. We going to church, trying to go to work, and we just went through some things in life. But I look back now and say, thank you, how God then kept us and moved us along. Amen. And so, I'm going to take my time on this subject now, fear. Um... The sixth day of Christmas. Um, those that just tuning in, I want you to go ahead and check out the previous episodes pertaining to the 12 days of Christmas my true love gave to me. And we are on the sixth day. So on the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me strength to overcome all fears. Isn't that powerful? And I just want to uh, set a good foundation on this one because... All through our um, days, from day 12 all the way to today, day 6, have been so powerful. But I believe that this one here sums it up and can alleviate a lot of heartaches and just letting us know that, hey, God do really have our backs. He did not give us a spirit of fear. But he has given unto us the power, love, in a sound mind. It's coming out of 2 Timothy 1 and 7. So if the Father has given us power, and we already know what the power is for, the power he has given unto us, the power to obtain wealth, that we may establish his his covenant and remember him. So we already, you know, have the basics on that, right? Love, oh my gosh, the everlasting love, unconditional love. God loved us so much that he said, numerous of individuals have proclaimed that there's nothing that you can do that caused God not to love you. He loved us from the foundation. Matter of fact, it says before the foundations of the world, he knew us. He formed us. He knew us. He created us. Even in our mother's womb. Come on, y'all. That's how deep this love goes from daddy. He loved us. I know a man and a woman can fall in love and love each other to death. But guess what? God put that mechanism in us to love that way because he did. The Lord loved us till he spoke the word and it became flesh. It became a living soul. God love us, y'all. Come on now. And he said that I did not give you the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and what else? A sound mind. 
hey, I believe we can get these minds right. <laughs> you can get your paper right. You can get your money right. You can get your business right. You can get your children right. You can get yourself right, right? <laughs> and we can just get the mind right. Oh, my gosh. So much has happened to all of us throughout our life. Time to the point where it just messed up our minds. And if you don't go to the Father and ask Him to deliver you and set you free and have liberty in your mind, man, Satan will have you bound. And you won't move forward. So in these um, episodes coming up, that's what we're going to be dealing with. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me strength to overcome all fears. See you on the next episode. Later. What's up, what's up, what's up, Anchor family? This is Dr. D in the house. And we are on the sixth day of Christmas. My true love gave to me. All right. So we ready to get into uh, the six uh, strengths to overcome all fears. Uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna go over like I always read through it first, and then we're gonna break it down, break it down. Because as I see, if we do not conquer our fears or begin to work on identifying our fears and that's a good term holy ghost a lot of times we are not even able to identify our fears we kind of know some little things like fear of spiders fear of being in a closed room fear of snakes you know fear of falling down fear of airplanes fear of going on a cruise boat you know fear of catching a flight you know different fears like this However, there are some other kind of fears. These fears are inner fears. These are mental fears. These fears have been placed in us subconsciously, even from childhood. And if we have not have a mentor or someone through our lifespan to help us identify these fears, then we'll be going in America go around and trying to figure out why am I feeling like this hell? Why this always happening to me? And why, 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 why? It's because it's a fear there. And as the father said earlier, in his words, 2 Timothy 1 and 7, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Woohoo! And I believe that through this 12-day Christmas, my true love gave to me, he will give us strength to overcome all these fears. So are you ready? Let's rock and roll. All right. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 12 sheets of paper, 11 steps to start my business, 10 areas of business structure. Y'all follow me? Nine character builders for an entrepreneur. Eight steps to review to start. <laughs> Seven ways to communicate gracefully. And six steps to overcome all fears. Isn't that powerful? Oh my goodness. I already see some things happening with this 12 days of Christmas. My true love gave to me. And the Lord just revealed some stuff to me this morning when I woke up. And I know that with you guys receiving... Um, this information, always remember 
that uh, I can submit this complete outline to you at the end of our 12 Days of Christmas. You just need to go to Group, the contact page, and leave me your name and your address. And in the message part, put what type of industry that you desire to open a business in, or you're already in business and you you need to get some things perfected, and or you starting a ministry or you in a ministry and you need to get some um, back office administration stuff together, like you know your EIN number, your five hundred one C, your articles, your bylaws, all these type of things. That's what I'm here for to assist you with. But right now, just send me. Go to the contact page under the urbanmanagementgroup.com. That's E-R-V-I-N, managementgroup.com. And I can put you on the email list so when I send this out, all of this will come to you. And we have a special treat for those that live in the Houston area and even online. If you um, buy um, January 1st, Happy New Year Day, by January 1st, 2018, if you submit me a picture of your notebook online, those that have done, you know, have followed me from different states, take a picture of your notebook that you've been following me, and I, you can participate in the special gifts that I will have on January 13th to those that will come to the workshop, the entrepreneurial workshop. They bring their folders that, hey, I followed you with the 12 Days of Christmas. I have something very special. And please let me know if you're a male and a female so you can get the appropriate gift for you. Okay? I'm excited what this is. This is. Praise the Lord. All right. The sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six strengths to overcome all fears. Wow. I'm telling you. Fear. That is the one of the major demons that the enemy utilized to stop us, to block us, to derail us um, from achieving anything that Father God has for us to achieve. So the first type of fear that I want to talk about as an entrepreneur and also we can always add this to our personal development, our daily personal development is the fear of failure. And I know some of you saying, what is she talking about the fear of failure? Yes, the fear of failure. You ever seen someone like having a momentum in their life and they're moving forward and you're saying, wow, they're really doing it. And all of a sudden it's like, well, what happened? They had a fear of failure. How can you tell they had a fear of failure? Well, sometimes we sabotage ourselves. That's right. We sabotage ourselves. Never thought about it like that. God gave us an assignment to do, and we around individuals that motivating us and like, yes, we'll do it, we'll do this, and we'll do that. Yeah, 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 rah, rah, rah. And then all of a sudden, it's like you have no 
motivation no more. You're dragging. You forgot about it. You get caught up into doing something else. You start coming up with excuses. You're sabotaging yourself. Isn't that something? Why would you think that that demon of sabotage, sabotage come your way? Have you ever thought about the very thing that God has for you to do? The enemy know you're going to set so many people free. You're going to empower so many people. That you will begin to duplicate yourself in the earth. That's why Jesus said the works that I've done, you're going to do greater. He didn't just say the works that I do, you do. He said the works that I've done, you will do greater. That means he expects us to do greater things. He expects us to reach higher heights. He expects us to reach the level in the earth for God to get the glory not only out of our lives, but I want y'all to understand we have an enemy, the adversary, who's the devil, and he's gone about seeking who he made devour. And guess who he wanted to devour? He wanted to devour you. He wanted to devour me. And how can he do that? By keeping us in the spirit of fear, and especially the fear of failure. So right now, I want everybody to stop, not drop and roll, but stop, <laughs> pick up your pen, you should have your notebook already, and start writing down some things that you know, and be honest with yourself, because we be knowing, I be knowing, I know I caused some sabotage in my own life. Especially pertaining to business. When God said, okay, I want you to do this here. I want you to go make that phone call. I want you to go over here. And I'm like, well, nah, I don't think I'm going to do it today. Or nah, I don't think that's for me. Or nah, they may, they may want this amount of money. I don't have no money, so I'm not going to go because I don't have no money. Sabotage. Or you already know an individual don't have your back, don't care about you or anything, and you go tell this person your dream. You already know they're going to say something negative already because that's what you want. You want to hear something negative to go into your spirit. Guess what? Fear of failure. Sabotage. I, I, I know you probably never heard nothing like this before, but hey, it's real. So I want you to take time out now and go ahead and start looking for areas that you sabotage yourself in. The fear of failure. Well, praise the Lord. What's up, what's up, what's up? This is Dr. D. This is Dr. D in the house. And I'm telling you, we are on the sixth day of Christmas. And I know some things are probably delayed. Um, but the Lord told me to go back and revamp the sixth day of Christmas. Because this is an area that if we do not conquer this and begin to identify our fears in these areas... Down the line, it will cause destruction in our business. It will affect us personally. And the end game of the enemy is really to destroy our family and our legacy. And we don't want that. And I I am the fate strategist. I am the spiritual um, tugboat 
in the realm right now to help God many individuals because this is my assignment and I feel that because I have accepted it now I'm not running away from it and because of that the father have downloaded so much stuff in me it's like I'm trying to catch up with him <laughs> so what I'm gonna do I'm gonna read over we were talking about the fear of failure and number one thing it may be number one uh, some other individuals may have something else as number one as fear, but right now from where the different areas that I've had a, a chance to be part of, different types of communities and nationalities and me traveling all over the world, uh, I have not able to uh, hit every country. They say it's like a, over 150 countries in the world. I probably visit several of them, um, and that's the goal. I still have some places to go, uh, but I refuse to allow fear to hinder me from living the abundant life that God has created for me to live, and I want you to be encouraged to live an abundant life. So here we go. The sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me strength to overcome all fears. So we have the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, the fear of success, the fear of the unknown, the fear of commitment, and the fear of saying no. Wow. And now we're going to dip in, we're going to go into it, and we're going to start eating on this powerful subject here, and with this, in the ways of communication, and all the steps that I believe that God have down, downloaded into us, we'll be able to have a successful year next year, 2018, to establish that powerful, powerful business. Okay? Now, the fear of failure. Oh, my goodness. That's first the Lord told me to go to the beginning. We always got to go to the beginning. And that's out of Genesis 1, 26 through 31, how God created us. He created man. And then I want you to go and read uh, Genesis 2 and 7. Okay, now remember, this is only a little segment. So to really get into the meat of this, I'm definitely going to do more study on it and present this on my Safe Zone broadcast that come on every Tuesdays on RamaGospelRadio.com, or you can download the radio app through your Google Play, okay? Now, when you read this, God himself created us, you all. He created us, and we know what's so powerful. He created us on the sixth day, and this is the sixth day of Christmas. Isn't this powerful? <laughs> I feel like the Father just sealed this. It says in 27, God created man in his own image, and the image of God created him. Male and female created them, and he blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish, over the fowl of the air, over the living things that move it upon the earth. Oh, my goodness. Guess what? That's it. The fear of failure has just been canceled because God has, he created us and he created us to prosper. 
And because of that, I'll see you on the next episode. <laughs> what's up, what's up, what's up, Anchor family, all my other families that's joining in uh, on the internet platform. This is Dr. D in the house, and we are tackling the sixth day of Christmas, the fear of failures. I was going over the scriptures and um, just going over things that we discussed in the other previous episodes about the fear of failure. Uh, how the fear of failure will cause you to be ashamed. It will cause you um, to sabotage your own success. Uh, w- let's let's get on that. I've seen that so many times, and I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Uh, but I'm just reiterating that the fear of failure will do just that. It will cause you to fail. But most of the time, I've seen individuals sabotage their success before it even start by doubt. The fear of failure will have you in doubt. you be faithless. Without faith, it's impossible to, to please God. You have to have faith. And they always have this um, acronym for fear. Fear. What is fear? It's false evidence appearing real. Now, yeah, we can feel the fear. I mean, we have the butterflies in our our stomach when we have to make that phone call and you know even when we say okay yes I'm gonna do this business it's a fear to even be committed to listening to these episodes why are you wasting your time listening to that you know you're not gonna do this you're not gonna do that you have all these negative thoughts coming through you to sabotage what God really has for you and if you can overcome that day by day start listening to um industries Whatever your industry is in, go on YouTube. Start listening to motivational um, speakers pertaining to your industry. Um, it's the mindset. We're going to get down more into each fear because if you don't begin to shift your thinking and, 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 and know that everything is already ours already, we just have to take steps to fulfill it, okay? Um, number two, the fear of rejection. Oh, my gosh. That... This here, I'm just going to be able to give you the scriptures and you guys are going to have to go and study yourself because remember, this is only a five-minute five segment and this is so rich. In John 15, 18, Jesus said himself, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before you. So to sum it all up, we have an enemy in this world. His name is the devil. Beelzebub, the adversary, okay? And he have agents out here that he uses, and it's other individuals. I'm not saying that they are devils, but because they are not um, delivered, okay, the enemy can entice them to say certain things. Case in point, when Jesus was, was telling the disciples, he was going on the cross, and Peter said, oh, no, we'll do this, we'll do that. And Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. He wasn't calling Peter Satan. He knew that the enemy was speaking through his voice to put that seed of, of fear in Jesus. Because remember, the devil really didn't know who Jesus was. He was just testing. He was just trying all his ways to say, who is this person? That's how God won the victory over the enemy. And you have to know that you have the victory already. The rejection will come. You will feel the sting. You will get the nose. 
But you have to know that out of Isaiah 53, 3, and 2 Corinthians 12 and 9, that God designed you, and if he was despised, he was cast out, you're going to be despised, you're going to be cast out. But he also tells us that his grace is sufficient. He has empowered us in the midst of the rejection. So if you have any form of rejection that you're dealing with, start asking God, okay, and, I'm, and if other faiths are listening, you know how you have to meditate and, and go into that realm to start dealing with your inner man. Ask God to show you your inner man so you can be free from this terrible, terrible spirit of evil, the fear of rejection, okay? So now, let's go to the next episode for the next two points about fear. Later. What's up, what's up, what's up? We are now on three and four, and that is fear of success and fear of the unknown. Oh, wow, I'm telling you. I know this is like really having everybody like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to start writing this stuff down. She is really telling the truth. I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with that. Let me tell you, peoples, you're not by yourself. Even though God has opened up so many opportunities for me and I have walked in several of them and literally operating in four of them, I still have to deal with a lot of fears. I mean, because as you grow, you have to know this one thing. First of all, you are on this feed because you want to change in your life. And because of the change, you're making a shift within the atmosphere, within the universe, and it's open unto you. God already have prepared the way for you. You just have to walk in it. Now, while you're walking in it, they have different streets, different roads, like you're driving down a highway, right? You have diff- different exits you have to um, uh, exit off to get to a certain destination. Well, this is the same way, but it's a spiritual walk to obtain and see a physical manifestation oh come on holy ghost that was good and that was free straight from the throne and because of this the enemy gonna make sure you have roadblocks and these roadblocks are uh, named fear and so we discuss what the fear of failure and the fear of rejection now let's about what about the fear of success oh my gosh why i see this so much the fear of success okay we feel that if we succeed, we are literally becoming evil and not good. When God himself said, I want you successful. He said in Second Samuel 7 and 9, I will make your name great. God said that, not me. So if I'm being recognized or acknowledged or being awarded or appreciated, that's not evil. That is God acknowledging my accomplishments. He is doing it. Now, what I have to do, according to Deuteronomy 8.18, don't forget about him. And that's the problem that you see in many individuals. They reach that pinnacle in their life. And, yeah, they say, oh, I give. I thank God for giving me this here. But then what is your life? Is your life representing God? Are you really acknowledging God that 
he is doing this here in your business? Can somebody walk into your office when you decide to have an office? Or even in your home? Or even your fasana about yourself? Can somebody really look at you and say, oh, they represent God? Oh, you go into her office, man. You know she represents God. You see what I'm saying? So being successful, these are some scriptures and you, you have some homework. Genesis 12 and 2. He said, I will make you a great nation and I will bless you. This is what God Almighty, the one who created the heaven and the earth and the heavens. He is telling us that I want you to be great. I will make you known. I will make your name great. James 1.25. He says, um, blessed is he who not only hear the word but do it. Okay, so now you didn't heard this powerful instructions going through the 12 days of Christmas. Now, are you going to begin to work it out? Will you have faith enough to work out what God is showing you? He's telling you, hey, in 2018, I want you to thrive. I want you to I want you not just survive. I want you to thrive. I want you to be successful. Psalms 1, 112 and 2 is saying uh, about an inheritance. God want to bless us to the point that he have already have an inheritance set for us. Oh, come on now. See, I know it's getting good. Ecclesiastes 10 and 19, 1 Timothy 6 and 10. See, y'all got to go and read this here because it's about how God say money answer all things. He want us to be successful because you're going to need the money. Like one of my pastors say, cash money. Hey, you need the cash money. But guess what? We don't want to have, we don't want to become so wrapped up in the money and forget God. We'll be content. But Isaiah 55 and 1 tells us about hey right now you don't have no money trust in me go look and see what i have for you and i will buy it for you what is your currency right now your currency now is faith what's up what's up what's up anchor family i'm telling you this is getting heated up i already see i'm gonna have to do a series on this <laughs> because it is so rich and god want us to understand that if we can eradicate the spirit of fear out of our lives uh, to the point where we can go ahead forward, move forward into the things he has for us, you will see so much manifestation of glory in your life. Isn't that powerful? Fear. Fear is that false evidence of appearing real, that smoke screen that the enemy throw at us to really black, um, to blindside us. Or try to make it seem like, nah, that's not for you. Nah, God don't want you to do that business. Nah, God don't want you to, to go to school to become that nurse and that teacher. Nah, God don't want you to go and finish college so you can get that degree. Nah, you know, everything is nah, 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 nah. It's like, all you, all, it's all you hear. He, when you hear that negative tone, that's why you have to commit yourself to the Father and be still and really get into his presence, meditate, okay, quiet yourself down so you can hear clearly because there's many voices and those voices mostly is uh, fueled by the demon of fear. Yes, fear is a demonic force to block and stop you from your progression in life, no matter what it is. And we're going to eradicate that bad boy. And especially in this area, number four, the fear of the unknown. 
boom shakalaka, there you go. Most of the time, nobody don't even start doing anything. Why? Because they never went that pathway. They never went, the, you know, because it caused a change. You have to make a change in yourself. And sometimes it really behooves me how people get this attitude towards you when you want to make a change in your life. You're tired. Lord, I'm tired of being like this hell. I'm tired of being broke. I'm tired of working hard for somebody else, and I'm not making no money. I'm barely paying my bills. Lord, I am tired. And so because you made a decision to change your life and conquer fear and push beyond the fear, push fear out the way, and like Joyce Meyer always say, sometimes you just got to tell, okay, fear, you don't want to go nowhere? Um, grab fear, put it in your little purse or your pocketbook, man, men, and do it anyway. Do the darn thing. You got to get radical about it. You have to come on, y'all. We are living in a in a in an era now that hey, it's one fall off. <laughs> I mean, it's really scary out here. And one thing for sure, you are not able to deal and depend on these jobs. No sir, no ma'am. So God is saying, I have blessed you to have dominion in the earth. Oh, excuse me, you guys. Uh, take these scriptures down. Uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, 13. One of my anchor scriptures that God say, I know the thoughts I have towards you. They are good. They will give you peace. They will bring you to prosperity. See, God already have on his mind. He got you on his mind, brother. He got you on his mind, my sister. And how God looks at you, he see you prosperous. He see you well and healthy. He see you thriving in the earth. He seeing you accomplishing everything that your hearts desire. Can you see yourself that way? Psalms 32, 8. I will instruct you and lead you and teach you. I will um, I will have my eye upon you and lead you where you need to go. Come on. If that's not God saying, I love you, I want you to prosper, come on, I have you, I got your back. Okay, so let's go all the way back to, I think, day two or, or day three. Do you have belief? Do you believe in his word? Do you believe that God wants you prosperous? You look at everybody else. You look at the television shows. You look at the things on the radio. You look at the people on your job, in your workplace. I don't know what you're looking at. What are you looking at? So if you're looking at these things and you're saying in your heart, I wish I can do that. I wish. No, ain't no wish. You can do all things through Christ will strengthen him because Ephesians 2 and 10 tells you that he have created you as his workmanship. Oh, my God. This is so awesome. See, the time looks like the time speeding up more because, see, the enemy don't want me to deal with this. But I'm going to take my time with this spirit of fear. See you in the next episode. All right, you guys, I know I was getting all hyped, but I'm telling you, this is a powerful, powerful segment. The sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me strength to overcome all fears. And I believe that God wanted me to take my time with this here because if we can conquer fear and we know and have our belief system in um, the one who created us, you can do all things in Christ. You can do all things. You have been empowered to to be prosperous you have been empowered to have dominion to obtain a business um to cultivate your craft um take fear kick it on the side put it in your purse put it in your pocket 
and let's go and do that. I want to share this here. Um, we're still on four, and I'm going to add five to it. Ephesians 2 and 9, and this is in the Bible. And um, as my disclaimer, I have God in my heart. I have an encounter with Yahshua HaMashiach, the Almighty Savior. So, yes, you're going to hear a lot of word was in me. It's going to come out of me. And so uh, I can't, I'm not going to apologize. Those that's on this feed with other faiths, I welcome you. I applaud you because you want to change. This is for everyone. But thus far, this is what's in me. This is where um, I was able to get where I am now because of the word of God. And if you really think about it, he created all of us, okay? So Ephesians um, 2 and 10. I want to read this to you all so you can understand where you stand in this earth and how powerful you are. The King James Version tells us that, uh, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk therein. And in the Amplified, it tells us that for we are God's handiwork, his workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand, there it is, for us to take paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Oh, my gosh. You guys, go back and meditate on that. See, God created us, the workmanship that we should not be ashamed. And this is what the Holy Spirit showed to me. Workmanship. Let's break that down. Work. He has given us the ability to work our hands. He said, whatever you put your hands to, he will prosper at work. That means you have to work at it. And I also convert that work. Work is your assignment on the earth. Man, man, he created man and woman into his own image. So it's for both man and woman to begin the good work that God already have started in you. And ship. Well, what is a ship? A ship is is something that carry things. It it carry cargo. It can carry um, people from one destination to the next. It can carry the mother load. Okay, a ship is a huge vessel. Listen to me, good. It's a huge vessel that contains much materials from one place to the next. Oh, you're not hearing me. A workmanship. God has created you to do the work. To carry that vessel that's inside of you, the dreams, the visions, the businesses, uh, the the many souls that you're going to reach and change lives to leave legacies from one place to the next, one city to the next, one country to the next. God has deposited something awesome in you. But if you allow fear of the unknown to block and derail you, you yourself will never experience what God have already planned for you. Oh, now, if I couldn't say that better, I'm, I'm just going to sit back here and just wait. Say la. Let's just weigh it out. That did it. Isaiah 26.3, he said that if you keep your mind on him while you encounter this new path, this unknown territory, he said he will keep you in perfect peace. So as you go along through this journey, 
keep God first. Keep him on your mind. Know that he have created you to be this awesome vessel that is carrying precious cargo from one place to place. And know that you are not alone because he is with you. Okay, Jeremiah. All right, all right, all right. What's up, what's up, Anchor family? Let's get into it. We was talking about the fear of the unknown. Um, make sure that I gave y'all the scriptures for all of that, uh, for y'all to meditate on it. Uh, write it down because you're going to need it as you go along this journey. Uh, and I also will have it in the workbook, okay, so you'll be able to study it. Um, Psalms 32, 8, how he will lead and guide you and instruct you through this unknown place. Jeremiah 29, 11 to 13, that he has the plans um, plans for you and their plans of good to prosper you. Okay, not to derail you, not to steal from you, not to destroy you like the enemy does. And he uses other people to do it too. You have to know that God is with you. Okay, now we own fear Fear of commitment, number five. Fear of commitment. Oh, <laughs> this here, the fear of commitment. If some people have started listening to this iPad, this episode, and just them backed up. They say, oh, no, that's too much to do. Oh, Lord, I got to do this. I got to call this. I got to research this. Oh, no, I just pay somebody to do it. See, you're not committed to your own cause. We would rather go and spend money on 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 resources for other people to do our work, and then we get upset if it don't turn out the way we're supposed to. No, no, no. I advise you, if you're just starting out with your business, you put your hands to the plow. You plow that field, okay? You go and, and, and sacrifice and labor because now you're bringing value in the spirit for your own project, for your own industry, your own business, whatever it is, you are putting in the work. So that's going to create value to you. Okay. It's just like having a baby. I'm not going to give birth to a baby. All right. And just let the baby just wander. And I'm going back and forth and never feed the baby, never change the baby, never nourish the baby, never comfort the baby, never talk to the baby, never. You see where I'm going with this? Your business, whatever new venture that you are jumping, you launching into, you have to nourish it. You have to take care of it. So when God begins to add on to it, now that's where the training coming in. That's where your leadership coming in at. That's where all the other uh, avenues will come in so you can pull that into the next person, your protege. Or you become that mentor and somebody else can take on and, and, and duplicate it. That's why Jesus said, the works that I've done, you shall do greater. Why did he say that? He don't have no type of fears of nobody stealing what he had. He already knew he was the son of God. <laughs> you can't steal that from him. So even though the industry is so consumed with hairdressers, mechanics, consultants, publishing companies, radio stations, all these areas are just saturated. But guess what? It's still in need of you. Why? Because God uniquely have something in you which we call a niche. All right? And he wants you to commit yourself to it. Proverbs 16:3. Commit your work unto the Lord 
for your plans will be established. Do you want your new venture to be established? Commit it to the Lord. Everything God gives to me, I pray over it. I say, yes, Lord. I commit. I will accept the assignment and I commit it back to him. And when I do that, I'm taking ownership of it. Now I can run with it. I'm not going to just try to do it. And you know how I know I can run with it? Because first of all, I don't have no money. And everything he's telling me to do, I don't have access to it. But then he starts working things out. Oh, my God. When you start seeing the hand of God open doors, he'll bless you with this. He'll bless you with that. Okay, what you want? Well, Lord, I would like to have this hatchback executive um, death set that costs almost six, $7,000, but I only have $6. I believe by faith that you'll give it to me. And guess what? Within 24 hours, I have my whole office furnished. Come on, somebody. I know what I'm talking about. Commit yourself to the Lord. Commit your plans to the Lord. And he said, Proverbs 16:3, that he will establish it. Let's see you on the next episode. Woohoo! All right, all right, all right. What's up? What's up? What's up? We rocking and rolling. We um uh, counting down the the twelve days of Christmas. My true love um gave to me, and we on the sixth day, and we talking about uh our the sixth day overcoming all fears, strength to overcome all fears. And just right quick on number five, we was talking about. On the fear of commitment. And I want to just touch on that for a couple of seconds. And then we're going to go on number six. The last one for the sixth day. Or the fear of saying no. Not commitment. If we have to learn how to commit to God. First of all. Because if you can commit yourself to God. Which is part of discipline. And we touched on that in the beginning of this whole um, days of Christmas. Um. You can see yourself if you really committed to something. Uh, that we it's hard. I find that I've seen that people not committed to one another anymore, especially in marriages. It's like as soon as things don't go your way, I don't know, and you start building all these stacks of uh do's and don'ts and before you know it, you don't even have unconditional love anymore. It's a condition. Well, I'm going to do this if you do this. And I'm not going to be committed to you unless you commit. No. Well, what happened to the love? Let's commit to love. Let's commit to God. And let's turn all these things. Let's commit all of this back to God. And start testing yourself. Commit yourself even in relationships. Okay? Commit yourself to one another. If someone is there for you and is going to support you. And they're in your corner and they're your cheerleader. Well, what's the problem? Why are you getting so upset with this person? Well, well, I mean, come on, come on now. Even in friendships. I mean, I have friendships for almost 15, 20 years. And believe me, we are committed to one another. Yeah, we didn't got into it back and forth, back and forth. But guess what? A friend love it at all times. That's what the Bible says. So because I love that person, and I'm not going to let my schism and isms and my issues and I probably had a bad day or they had a bad day. I'm not going to let that destroy our friendship or our relationship because not only that I love you, but I'm committed to you. Now, I don't mean commit yourself to people that's going to abuse you and beat the hell out of you and abusive marriages. Come on, y'all. Please. No. We got to get it straight. Be committed to the cause. In the fear of saying no. Oh, here we go. 
We just can't say no. Well, I'm going to help y'all out right quick. Jesus said, this is how you're supposed to deal with questions. And I had to deal with this myself. And I'm telling you, when I start just saying yes and just saying no, people look at you like, okay, they expect you to go into details. No, you are not obligated to go into details for nothing unless you feel comfortable enough and that person is in your inner circle that you can trust, that you can open up yourself to. Say la. Matthew 5.37 tells us, all you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. Boom, shakalaka. There you go. We always trying to explain ourselves and defend ourselves. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing that? If these individuals are not in your inner circle and you don't have a rapport with them, if y'all don't flow in a relationship that, hey, you can ask the questions and get a response, just say yes, just say no. Come on. You're not going to go to hell because you told somebody, no, I can't do that. No, I'm not able to do that. No, not at this time. No, I don't. I don't have nothing else to say. The King James Version says, let your communication be yea by yea and nay for nay. Whatsoever is more than this cometh evil. See, that's how people start lying. They start trying to act. Man, I tell you, I could tell when somebody sitting before me and they start talking the truth, they'll start off the truth before you know they start adding a whole paragraph. Before you have you have a whole Intro of a movie. <laughs> because you don't open yourself up and now the enemy the deposit a lie that entice you to try to make it more dramatic. It don't hate. And a lot of people, when I speak, they feel that I'm not telling the truth because I'm just saying yes or no. I don't have nothing else to say. Because they're not used to it. In this business, in this new walk, you guys, I'm going to leave you with this. Let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. All right? Later. This recording. Oh, I'm trying to do this recording, you guys. All right. We have made it to the sixth day of Christmas. All right? And we have conquered uh, overcoming strength and overcoming all fears. And we discussed. I'm going to go back over the list. We discussed the fear of failure. The fear of rejection, the fear of success, the fear of the unknown, fear of commitment, and fear of saying no. I know they may have other areas to deal with, but at this present moment, this is what I felt the Lord wanted me to share to new um, entrepreneurs, those that are in business already and really just trying to tweak some things to become more compliance in your industry. Also, this is used for nonprofits, okay? Your ministry, your church. Uh, we traveling, we're doing a lot of great, awesome things, and I'm seeing a lot of things. But also, when people come sit before me, they don't have their back office in order. They don't have their uh, ministry structure. You don't have it incorporated. We need to shift them things from a debate to incorporation. It's very simple to do. We wanna, uh, we going, we doing great and mighty things. But guess what? God wants us to be in compliance. And I believe that the twelve days of Christmas for an entrepreneur or a ministry or church, this will be a guideline. I told y'all I'm the spiritual tugboat. I have accepted my calling. I don't mind doing it. I don't mind serving you. Hey. 
It's a big, big world with billions of people in it, and I'm not in competition with nobody. I have no fear of success. Guess what? I have no jealousy bones in my body. Hey, I get excited when you get excited. You know what? I thrive when I see that look on your face with the light bulb coming on and say, Oh, my gosh, I can do this. That's when I get happy. And when you get, when you see, when I see joy on your face, and see you moving, meaning progressing towards your desire and your dreams, God is pleased. And as long as God is pleased that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, boom, shakalaka. I'm excited. How about you? And we was conquering this false evidence appearing real. So if you take your time, and only you know what fears you're dealing with, you take your time and your meditation and your commitment to God, Okay, and let him deal with don't now don't try to do it all at once. Let the Holy Spirit come into your life and meditate, be still, okay, know the salvation of the Lord, listen to him once you pray, make your your supplication and your request known unto him, then be still and be quiet, let him talk to you, let him show you what to do day by day. And believe me, you will conquer your fears. And all them other little fears that come up, because guess what? They still come up with me. When I have to go into new territory, I'm facing some things right now, and I'm in fears right there looking at me laughing, saying, yeah, you going to do this? Yeah, we're going to see. We're going to stop you. And I'm looking back at him. I don't want to know how. I, I have the force of faith behind me, fear. So if you don't get out the way, we're going to roll right over you. And see, you're going to have to get radical with that demon. That's a demonic force of fear that hinders people and you gonna have to get a dogmatic attitude walk in your authority that God already gave to you as we discussed in the previous episodes he already gave us the power he already then blessed us he already told us to have dominion he told us to multiply he said I'll be with you I will go before you I have angels to cover you and protect you now, what you going to do? That's it. Take faith, hold on to it, that shield of faith, and plow through that thing. Plow through fear and let fear know. Look fear in the eyes and say, I don't care how you show up fear. I'm going to do this. You better get out of my way. I'm going to walk right over you. When fear comes to you through other people, through doubt, through sarcasm, remarks, all kind of things. You know what I'm talking about. People just say stuff. And let me tell you, it's always going to be somebody close to you that you love. All right? So don't be surprised when your best friend, your boom coon, your ace, say something. And you're like, well, why did they say that? No, it was the enemy using their voice like he used Peter's voice to talk to Jesus. Okay, I'm out. Next for the episodes. The fifth day of Christmas.